All right. Good morning, everybody. Before I mute you all, say good morning to me. Good morning. How are we doing today out there? Good morning. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure you're all there. All right. Hold on a second. All right. Okay. So today we have, today is the 19th of April, which means you guys are, what, one and a half, one, we're through the first quarter and halfway through the second quarter. Okay, so we are very fortunate today from Arizona to have Chuck Finzer. Chuck, hit star six on your phone, and then we'll be able to hear you. Star six, not pound, but star six, and then we can hear you. So just let me know when you've done that. All right, I'm here. Good morning, good morning. There he is. All right, Chuck, welcome. So glad to have you. All right, I'm so Thanks glad. Thanks for inviting me. Manager. My pleasure, man. So Tell everybody, you know, your office, maybe give them your phone number, tell them a little about you, your production level, to just give a quick intro before we get into our manager you could do that. Sure. Well, I'm uh, with Berkshire Hathaway, and I'm in the Anthem office, and uh, my number is 602-908-4424 if you want to reach out to me, or charles.finzer at bhhsaz.com. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've been, I've been in the real estate world now for a few years. Uh, I've got my, got my goals set on 24 transactions this year, and I'm on target. Uh, so I'm hoping for a, for a good year. I'm part of a, a team uh, called Desert Elite Group that Jeff Huff uh, is the head of, and he's been on your podcast before. Jeff's a great guy. And uh, I'm, really loving, I'm really loving the real estate world. I was in a different different universe for 38 years and now I'm in the real estate world and biggest part about why I got in is I love to help people and want to help people turn their dreams into reality. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know Robert suggested you, I thought that was a great idea. Uh, and he said, you know, you're having an incredible year and you were on a team and we have people on these calls that are either on a team, thinking about going on a team, getting off a team, you know, there's all kinds <laughs> of situations within the company too. Right. So perfect. All right, so good. So now you're going to do – so that's two closings a month, which is absolutely fabulous. And for anybody who doesn't know that, the Anthem office, which I've been to several times, is just outside of Phoenix. I would say what, – what, what is it, like 20 minutes out probably, Chuck? Yeah, a little bit more, but you're close. It's probably about 30, but, yeah, very close to that. Have you ever driven with me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, have not had, I have not had that oh, pleasure, okay. but maybe you drive a little faster than me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do not. I try not to. No, and I drive a company vehicle while I'm there, or a rental car. No. Um, you know what? Tell me, I mean, you know what's incredible is I had um, from the Northwest office, Stan Abrams on, my, on my, one of my group calls. The one that you called in was Stan's on that call, and Stan's been in the business for a long time, and he was spouting off the numbers from Maricopa County, him and Eric signs, about how low your inventory is. It's pretty incredible right now, isn't it? Yeah, you know, uh, I've, I've only been in it a few years, but I have been in it long enough to know that right about now, this time of year, you know, in the Valley, we should have about 23,000 homes, and we're down at like around 3,000, 3,400, somewhere in there. I have not looked at it quite first thing this morning. I do that normally around 9 or 10 o'clock, but yeah, it yeah. is so low. It's like uh, 20 houses for every uh, agent. It's like, it's incredibly low. Right, right. You know, I, I hear yeah, it's, it's incredibly low, and I think the numbers are even a little bit lower than that right now. And and and, the, and obviously, California is even lower, and then Nevada. Nevada is is, uh, is uh, probably because of our status of. Um, I would say that all three markets are incredibly hot 
Arizona and California are probably the hottest, and, and Nevada is very close. And people who live in Nevada are like, this is the hottest it's ever been here. Yeah, it's true, um, but it's been pretty – I mean, Arizona is the number two destination for people in the country. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, yeah, I've been reading that, and that's uh, definitely helping uh, – obviously helping get clients to come look here. It's you just got to find unique ways to find properties. You can't just use, you know, the same old current ways that everyone else is using. You've got to be creative. Uh, I've been able to – even though people are a little nervous about, well, uh, yeah, I'd love to sell my home, but where am I going to go next? Well, you've got to find creative ways to be able to find them a home first to then put them at ease of then selling their home. So I've been pretty fortunate uh, doing that up here in the Anthem Country Club because so, I live here in the Country Club. So That's great. That's great. Yeah, and, and, and we have that great tool, Apex, which actually will help them out tremendously if they want to do that as well. So there's all kinds of ways. It's great when we have some company tools that can exist as well. And it's all, all a right, mindset so, of two, which I know you preach. It's about a mindset. If you keep telling yourself, oh, there's no inventory, there's no inventory. Well, there's inventory. You just got to be smart about how you find it. That's all. Yeah. That's true. And one of the agents I coach in the North Scottsdale office, uh, excuse me, the Scottsdale, the Kierland office, um, you know, she visits um, for sale by owners right when they come on. And she's sold a couple before they even got on the market. Just, you see, know, so have the inventory in MLS, you know, what's in, and you also have this inventory in your head that very few people know about because everybody thinks all right. the physicals are selling, you're wasting your time. Right. So um, there's all kinds of ways. And one of my favorites is if I have a buyer and they want to be in a certain neighborhood, I will knock that whole neighborhood for them with the hot buyer script until I find them one, right? So there's all Absolutely. kinds of ways. Tell us what other ways are you guys looking at right now as far as a team and, and yourself to uh, get creative in this crazy market? Well, you know, we uh, definitely we look for what a client is looking for, and then we do kind of what you just talked about is – literally get out there and door knock, find the addresses of the homes of the, that the client would, would consider buying and go and see if those folks are, would consider selling. Uh, you literally got to right. get out there and say, hey, we've got buyers and they're looking for your type of home and I'm, I'm going to this list and I hold up the list. Here's the list of 20 houses uh, that they've identified that they'd like and we just want to see if you're interested or if you know anyone that's interested. And it works. It, people appreciate your honesty and they'd rather see you, uh, you know, people – People are craving to see people, most of them. Some get a little nervous, but a lot of them are cra just craving interaction. So getting on the phone and or in, in front of people, people are tired of being cooped up. So uh, I've found it pretty easy to get people that want to talk to me. Yeah, I, I would agree with you 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so you've been in the business how long now? So a little over three years. A little over three years. And it's a great goal in your so, – so to do two deals a month, which obviously in your – well, I should ask you, what is your average sale price where you are there in Anthem? Uh, it's right around 500 in the 500000 range. So that's a very good – Because I focus a lot on the country yeah. club, so. Yeah. So do you – like, so how do you focus on the country club and what kind of activities do you do so you can do two deals a month? I think that would be very advantageous because whether in Vegas or California or whatever, you know, that's just still things that they can use there as well. You know, it's not it's not rocket science. I think the difference is it's doing it versus thinking about doing it. I mean, making uh, – I get up every day. I have a morning routine. I go through a lot of different things. But I send out two personalized notes every single day. So in a year, by the time you're done in a year, you've sent out f almost 500 note cards to people. So I do right. that every single day and make sure, make sure that, that that happens. So I do a lot of uh, social activities 
here in the club and get involved. I'll go and watch pickleball. I've joined the Wednesday club here. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not a golfer, uh, but I go to a lot of the social events. And just slowly but surely, uh, my name is getting out there. Interestingly enough, I'm part of the Anthem Chamber uh, here, the, the Chamber of Commerce. And every, every time you go to a meeting, you have to get up and you have to give a little spiel on yourself. Well, one morning I was being a little lazy, and I stood up and I said, Chuck Finzer, tallest realtor anthem, and I sat down. And interestingly enough, that was probably a year ago, and that is stuck. And more and more people, they'll see me in the grocery store and point, hey, aren't you the tallest realtor in anthem? And that thing's just getting out there, and it's getting me known, and it's getting you know people to know who I am. Uh, I've gotten, you know, I've got listings, I've got uh, several listings right now, and people are reaching out to me saying, hey, I saw your signs all over, and, you know, would like to talk to you about how I could sell my house. So it's a lot of the standard things, but it's actually making sure you're doing them, not just thinking about doing them, and staying at them. When they don't work the first time, you can't give up. you got to send the postcards. you got to do the door knocking. you got to make the phone calls. You've got to be consistent and set a target for what you're going to do. I talk, I have a target of talking to 10 people every day about real estate. And it, that's just a goal that I stick very hard to uh, every day. So that's kind of what I'm doing. That's great. So you, you, you do all the social activities. So you, uh, Anthem Country Club, how many homes are in the Anthem Country Club? 2,880. So 2,880, which means the reason I asked him was I, I knew you'd know the answer, which means you've looked at it. So you've, uh, <laughs> you, so 2,880, and uh, that's basically your farm. That's how you work it. Yeah, and whenever I make a sale, I, I do um, when I, I do all the standard things. If I'm doing an open house, I go and I knock uh, the morning of the open house 10 doors every direction. If I make a sale, I'm sending out a couple hundred postcards. If I get a listing, I'm sending out a couple hundred postcards. And just over and over in a period of time, because it's not that huge of an area, uh, it's just I'm getting to be known. And there's been people here that have been doing this for the whole 20 years that Anthem's been around, and they're kind of resting a little bit uh, on always having the business. And that's not a good thing to do. I don't care if you've been in this business six months or 20 years, you got to keep looking for for new relationships and making sure people understand. I also don't do this. I don't have commission breath. I do this because I really want to get back and help people. And I think people okay. feel that, and they tell me about them. I, I get testimonials from everyone I, I do a transaction with. I've had the good fortune of not only listing, but I've double-ended four deals this year. So um, nice. that's always fun. Nice. So your listings that you have, you mentioned you have a couple current listings. Are they all in Anthem or Country Club, or do you have some outside of it as well? Nope. All my listings are in the Country Club so far this year. Wow. So that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Do you ever – okay, just now I'm just going to ask you. I mean, do you ever, like, go back and look at, like, old expires in the area, or you just do basically all those farming activities that you're talking about? No, I look at the expireds and the FISBOs that come out on the list that's done oh, uh, by our company, by corporate. And I also, I also, while I'm driving around, if I see a FISBO, I stop in and say, hey, I've got customers. And my clients that, I'm, that are buyers, they appreciate that I'm willing to go outside of the box and not just look at the MLS and deal with the MLS. They like it that I bring things to them that, are, that others aren't bringing to them. Or I know about things that are coming up because I have people that are talking to me that are considering listing. And, you know, I have to can't tell them the address or can't tell them all the specifics, but I can say, well, hey, there's something that might be coming down the pike here. Is this something you might be interested in? So I, so I create a lot of relationships and, 
and create a lot of uh, energy with people because I, you know, I know what's going on. The more I, the more I deal with people, the more I know what's going on up here in the club. So that's great. That's great. So I love it. I love it. And so you like casted a net over this whole place and you're watching the numbers, you know, the expireds, you know, the physicals, you're not afraid to stop in. I can, I can picture you probably just get in the car and drive it every now and then to uh, make sure everything is the way it was before, right? I mean, as far as no new signs or anything like that. Absolutely. I'll pick a quadrant, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm going to go out and do, have a meeting. I, you know, you don't ever take the same route twice. Always make sure you're taking a different route because it's, it's amazing how fast things can go up and come down. Or you see someone with a, a trailer out in front of their house or you see a house that, you know, one of the, one of the um, – uh, snowbirds hasn't been back uh, because the trees Ooh. are just not trimmed and, you know, all those types of things. And I look them up on maricopa.gov and I get their address of where the owner address is and I send them a note card and just say, hey, I noticed, I you know, is there anything I can do? Would you like me to go in the house and make sure it's okay? I can tell you I haven't been back in a while because I'm their neighbor and I sincerely mean it. I don't mean it just to try to get a sale. I want to help people. That's why I got in this business. And, and and that comes across, Chuck, just so you know, too. You said the key words there, too. You don't have commission breath. And if anybody doesn't know what commission breath is, that's when you – okay, I'll give you an example. So I'm talking to somebody uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, we were going through a scenario. The seller said, well, I, I really don't want to sell till the end of the year. And the agent said something to the effect of, well, I know the market's hot now, but we don't know what's going to happen by the end of the year. And to me, if I'm a seller and I'm hearing that, that smells a little commission breathy. To me, yep. you know, in other yep. words, the way the market's going right now, this is going to go on for a while. I mean, if you wait till – if somebody's plan is actually to sell early next year, if you do the numbers, it could be worth 5% more by, by next year, uh, you know, uh, January. Who knows? 10, right? So it's not a bad situation if their situation makes sense for them to wait. And it sounds like that's exactly right. what you're doing, and that's why – that's why it's translating into a lot of business, Chuck. Good for you. You got to ask a lot of questions. You got to not just ask the questions, but you got to really care about the answers. You got to you got to really want to know the answers to the questions, and you got to yeah. you got to ask them the the what we call the forward questions. And that's what's yep. going on out there with the future. What's going on? What's going on? What's their dreams? What's going on with school? What's going on with work? All, all the things about them. People love to talk about themselves. And it's interesting because if you're really listening, you can find unique things that will, you'll understand the timing of what they're trying to do or not do. And so, and hey, there's a, this is a, not a, this is not a, a, a sprint. This is a marathon. So, so, so true. So true. So tell them what that means, because I've heard that before, too, the Ford uh, method. Well, there, there's a book uh, that uh, our team does a lot of studying out of, and we do we, we look through it and we talk about it a lot. And, and it's, a, it's a style of, of asking questions. It's, it's how, you, um, how, you, how you position yourself when you're talking to someone, uh, how you ask the, the questions that will get them talking about them and not just talking to them about real estate. That's the, that's the worst thing you can do is, is talk to them about real estate and say, oh, do you know anyone that wants to, do you know anyone that wants to sell today? Uh, you want to ask them about their future. You want to ask them about their occupation. Uh, you want to ask them about their dreams. Uh, that's, that's what Ford stands for. Yeah. Yeah. Future 
occupation. What's the R? Uh, oh, God, you got me stumped at the moment. And then uh, dreams. No dreams uh, is the last one. Uh, RF. Relationships, Future, I think, maybe? Uh, uh, relatives, their relationships, their children. Rel yeah, relationships, yeah, right. Spouse. That's what it is, yeah. 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 Okay, relationship, right. So that, that's a great way to remember. And, you know, what you just described in my success series, okay, okay, shameless plug, which is starting today at 1 o'clock in all markets, even Arizona, because our time <laughs> is the same now, on Google Hangouts, Zoom, or live at the St. Rose office. But I call that intense curiosity. I don't know, but when I got in the business when I was 19, I just thought someone allowing you to sell them the most valuable asset they own, where they raise their family, where they get married, it's just to me, it's a, such an honor and a special, wonderful, the American dream that you need to know everything. You have to be intensely curious. You have to take that fiduciary responsibility seriously. And it sounds like you do that all day and all night, Chuck. So great job. Oh, I try. I think it's the sincerity of really wanting to help them. And the only way to help them is to really understand where they're at and where they're trying to go and really care about it. And people sense that stuff. People, people love to buy and hate to be sold. So you gotta, you yeah. gotta want to just help them, uh, you know, help them with their challenge and find out about the challenge and, and care. And uh, I, I just, I, I try to just be real and be credible and not, not pushy and uh, uh, that's, I know. You, you say all the same words. I really do believe though, a lot of people hear these words and they hear they think these things, but they don't go and do them consistently. That's where the challenge I think is. And maybe it's just because I've been in a different industry and a lot of industries have these types of things that you need to do to be successful and you can't just talk about them and think about them. You gotta actually do them and they work. They take time. Right. There's no, they do. There's no shortcut. <laughs> everything everything takes time nothing works immediately but everything works eventually <laughs> so true i like that all one. right i like that one all right so just you know what here's my favorite question to ask i love to ask this question uh -oh. and that is okay so <laughs> don't worry you'll know the answer you probably already mentioned <laughs> a few of them uh, if you could give them your three okay so to be successful in the business because look at it, okay so let's let's put it into perspective the average person in NAR sells like 3.8 homes a year. Let's just call it four. Okay, so you're doing, well, I don't know, I don't know what that would, that would be, but it'd be a lot. You're doing like seven times, eight times more than that. All right, at, 20, at 24 and you're on pace, you have it dialed in. So if you could give them the three most important pieces of advice, what would you, what would you say they are? One, you need to set, set goals and you need to read yourself your goals every morning. And those goals are not just productivity goals, but what, why are you in this? What, what's your why? Why are you doing this? And, and don't just, when people say read them, here's where I think they make a mistake. Don't just read them in your head. Say them out loud because your brain processes it differently when it hears it versus you just are reading it. So if that's talking to 10 people a day or five people a day or two people a day, whatever that goal is, set it and then read it to yourself every morning out loud. Say it out loud. That's number one. Number two, I can't, say enough about, I can't say enough about sending out two personal note cards every single day. Uh, some of them can be to brand new people. Some of them are going to be people that you already know. Nothing better than receiving a note card in the mail where it says, hey, I was just thinking about you and wanted to say hi, make sure you're all right. Wanted to see what's going on in your in your world today. So that's a great way for people to say, wow, they, they care about me. And again, it's got to be genuine, honest, and heartfelt. 
and three. Um, hmm, that's two. Those are really important ones to me. Um, yeah, those are good. Three, uh, not just just uh, be patient. Have patience. Know that it's going to work. It's a long. It's a journey. It's not, and it's it's a, not a, a sprint. It is a race, but it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And be patient, and do it every day. Be consistent. Consistency will be number three. Okay, consistency. I love it. All right, so good. I love it. That's an incredible way to look at it. And uh, you know, I, I you know I, I was I'm listening to I listen to audiobooks all the time. But the one I just finished a couple books ago basically said that if you have goals, okay, and you you tell them to other people, like I do in my coaching. I make them say it, just like you just said. Say it out loud, okay, in front of a group of people or on the phone, uh, technically. Uh, but then when you follow it up with them in writing as well, the chances go through the roof of you doing it. So you say them, and then you – so I would, I would say what you're talking about, saying them out loud to yourself is critically important. Rewriting them every day is critically important. You know, talk to people who will support you. Like, join my coaching, folks. I have openings. I'm doing success series this week, so I expect it to close up uh, by the end of this week. But join my coaching. All I have to do is email my assistant, Sydney, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-S, at B-H-H-S-N-V.com, and I can get you into the coaching. All right? And uh, so, 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 Chuck, other than those, okay, so what do you see? Because um, everybody has an opinion of the market. So since I have you, what do you see the market doing in Arizona through the end of the year into next year? What are your feelings? Well, you know, well, the, the, probably the, the report that I have found, and again, as I've unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, I've been in this business for three years, but the Cromford report, I've really watched that report mm. and watched how accurate yeah. it is. And there's different title companies that put on a review of that report uh, once a month. And I, I believe that's a fantastic thing for a real estate uh, exe- or agent, executive, broker, whatever you call yourself and whatever you are, to listen to because what's happened here in Arizona is we're, no- we're nothing like what, when the world fell apart in 2007, 2008. Uh, we are in a position where we have the, the construction industry has underbuilt consistently for the last several years, probably six or seven years, and the growth rate of the population is an increased uh, uh, higher than it's ever increased before. And those two things mm-hmm. have created this lack of, of inventory as well as very low interest rates. So even through yeah. a pandemic, our, our real estate world was crazy. Even though <laughs> you would think people wouldn't be buying, they were buying like crazy. Well, that's just going to continue because it's just going up, up, up. And it takes months once it levels off to start going back down the other way. So it could be eight, nine, ten months when it levels off, and it's yet to level off. So I see right. it going through the end of this year easily. Yeah, so do I. I and the Cromford report is absolutely right. Because it's the crush of 2007 and how many people really went out of business, had issues, you know, builders were reluctant to build out that far. As a matter of fact, when you land in Arizona uh, or uh, uh you know, Nevada, you can see the infrastructure, depending on which way you're going in, that hasn't even been used from the last boom. Still out there, especially in Vegas, you can still see it uh, from the air. You can see the lots and different things they haven't even got to yet. But um, so, you know, I, I see that as well. Also, I think the, um, uh, we have, especially where you are in Nevada, we have a tremendous amount of people moving from other parts of the country, California being the number one, uh, you know, which is creating, and that's why the prices are ballistic, because 
they're paying less. If they're coming from New York or Chicago or California, they're paying so much less in Arizona, which is driving the price up. Same with Nevada, right? So we have all, we have, we have, it's right. like the perfect storm of real estate. And I don't, I agree with the conference report. It's going to be a while. And then don't forget the millennials. The millennials have finally jumped in the market in the last year, year and a half, and decided, you know what? This is a great thing uh, rather to uh, uh, own than to rent. Can, can I add one more uh, really important thing to do to, to help increase your active productivity? Can I add one, something I should have Absolutely, said? Absolutely, Chuck. I had right it in ahead. front of here, and I, I had it in front of me, and I, I, I forgot uh, for some reason. Please do. Um, so I think it's extremely important. One of the big things we hear about uh, real estate folks is they never get back to people. <laughs> They're not good at getting back to people for whatever reason. And I think it's uh, we get so busy, and especially in the market like right now, that we forget about a lot of different people, a lot of warm leads and, and leads uh, that we don't follow up on. And it's really critical to stay in contact with all those folks. And there's something that we've utilized out of that same book that I mentioned that uh, it's called The Business Tracker. And it's, it's a list that has your warm prospects, your hot prospects, your under contract, and your closed files. And it's just a way to watch, see your buckets. And I keep it with me every day, all day, and I look at it once or twice a day, maybe even more sometimes, just to make sure I've contacted these people. And it's not just the warm prospects you've got to stay in touch with. The people that are under contract or the people that you have a listing or the people that are in process to close, you've got to be you got to, if you if they call you for an update before you call them, you're failing. You need to be mm. on the phone with them several times a week saying, here's what's going on, here's what's happening. Even if it's a tiny little shift in what's going on, they know you're on it and they appreciate it and they know you really care about what you're doing for them. So the, the business tracker is a great way uh, to do that, uh, to keep all your buckets in front of your face because it's not hard to do it. You just got to maintain it once a week and update it. So that's a really important right. tool that I use as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, good. All right, there we go. Okay, so that's. I really appreciate you, Chuck, Chuck taking your time out this morning. Okay, this has been incredibly helpful. Uh, you know, keep keep being awesome. Keep uh, succeeding at the level you are. I think the market's going to help you uh, tremendously as well. But, but, but once again, it goes back to the same thing. You need to be doing activities like Chuck is doing. I'm talking to everybody else now that cause you to take listings. So if you need some help with that, please. Take my success series this week. Once again, Chuck, thank you very much for your time. We'll talk soon, my man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Have a great day.